the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation second to none whether you're in rhode island or massachusetts call jkl engineering today estimates are free financing is available for both residential and commercial call my friends at jkl 401-351-7600 remember estimates are free financing is available let's be nice and comfortable in your home jkl 401-351-7600 you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Time, folks, uh, time for our legal segment. He is uh, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys, Tim Dodd. Tim, if you don't mind, I'd like to start off with, uh, we've been discussing this case, the uh, political operative that has uh, been charged with money laundering, working with the Matty Yellow campaign, this Jeff Britt, and... Um, Apparently now this yesterday they they disclosed that they they did have um, he was had an offer to him that he has turned down he has rejected the deal instead it's going to head to trial in the money laundering case um, I guess what, what can you tell us about how a lot of times these things don't seemingly make the news i think a lot of this may go on but just the nature of this there's really not a lot of trials right now and because of the nature of that they're saying that house speaker nick mattiello might be be called as a witness what can you tell us about this uh brit rejecting the plea deal yes we've been we've been speculating about where this case has been going there's been several pre-trial conferences where the attorney for the state and mr brit's defense counsel meet in chambers with the trial judge to see if things can be worked out with an eye towards a plea bargain, if you will. Um, some of those conferences were regarding some discovery requests, information that defense counsel was looking for. When you get to the bottom line, when the final offer is made from the attorney general's department to defense counsel and to the defendant, this is the best we're willing to offer you. It's a take it or leave it proposition. You can take this deal or you're going to go to trial. At that juncture, defense counsel conveys the offer to the defendant. If the defendant says, I'm not accepting that, I'd prefer to go to trial, the court conducts something called a fry hearing. At a fry hearing, it's done on the record. This was done via video because uh, Mr. Britt's in Florida. The judge says to the defendant, you've been charged with such and such crime. The offer that you're rejecting is such and such. Let's be clear. Let's discuss what the offer would be and what the implications would be if you took it. And after they go through the whole litany to cover the record, the judge will say, do you accept or do you reject it? And the defendant says, no, I reject that offer. I'd prefer to go to trial. Nothing stops the offer from being sweetened down the line, but for the moment, he has rejected the last best offer of the state. The offer, I was a little surprised at the severity of the offer that the state was making to uh, enter into a plea bargain with Mr. Britt. 
they were looking for five years suspended sentence, excuse me, five years with 18 months to serve, the balance suspended. Five years on a felony with 18 months to serve for a person with no previous criminal record, to the best of my knowledge, is a pretty harsh offer. Um, and it's an offer that's kind of easy to say no to. And if I were Mr. Britt, I think I would have rejected that offer as well. And that was five years with 18 months to serve at the ACI on the money laundering charge. That's the felony. He also was charged with a misdemeanor of making an illegal uh, or facilitating an illegal campaign contribution. They wanted additional one year suspended. So a one year suspended would be a second conviction. So he'd walk out of this with two convictions, one for the felony, one for the misdemeanor, and he would be obligated to serve 18 months at the ACI. Certainly he'd get good time credits if he was a good um, model prisoner and he'd be out before 18 months. He'd probably be out in about a year. But it shows two things. It shows that the state must be pretty confident that they've got a strong case because that's a pretty strong um, position for the, for the state to take. Um, who knows what cards Mr. Britt has up his sleeve. I thought that any plea bargain would have been something much less onerous like probation or something. But when they're offering time to serve in jail, um, he's not surprising he rejected it. If he went to trial, the max, and the news always talks about the maximum penalties. The, this guy's never going to get the maximum penalties, but on the felony, he could catch up to 20 years and a fine of up to $500,000. But John, he's made another smart move. He has elected to have conducted without a jury. That's the defendant's prerogative. If the defendant wants a jury, you get a jury. If the defendant says, I don't want a jury, I'd prefer it to be heard before a judge, the judge will be the trier of fact, the interpreter of the law, the judge will make the decision. <clears throat> Many times you do that with cases where um, you feel that the jury might find the allegations distasteful or because of the high profile nature of this um, being a political type um, um, prosecution that some jurors might have a predisposed notion to think, well, they're all crooks anyways, let's get this guy too. A judge will look at the whole situation much more dispassionately and just call balls and strikes and let the statute, statutes which bring these charges forth rule the day. And either the prosecution meets its burden by uh, proof beyond a reasonable doubt, or it doesn't. Um, I think it's a smart move to ask to try this without a jury. If this case was, if Mr. Britt insisted on a jury, John, this case wouldn't get tried till sometime next year at the earliest, because yeah. right now we can't do jury trials because you'd never get a jury of 12 to sit in those little chairs in the jury box. Yeah. Um, by having a trial without a jury, this could, I emphasize could get tried before the election. And if Mr. Britt is looking to prove that he's not going to be a scapegoat and implicate others who are political, such as Mattiello, a trial in September or October um, could paint Mr. Mattiello and his team with an unfavorable brush, whether or not it, it amounts to anything criminal on the part of the speaker or any of his minions, that remains to be seen but it could um, have some negative political fallout for Nick if this trial is conducted before election day. And if that's part of Mr. Britt's calculus and if he's insisting on a trial, the judge can conduct a um, non-jury trial and that could be accomplished before the election in November. His uh, attorney, Britt, his former U.S. attorney, Robert Clark Carrenti, is he, Tim, uh, they, they also... Um have uh, another hearing scheduled for august 20th but between now and and then or even right up to trial or even during the trial could he be is he going back to them con conceivably with different offers saying you know you guys want this what about this what about 
it, it certainly sounds like uh, the attorney general's office wants some time served here. Yes, it does. And, you know, let's assume the AG came back and said, okay, we'll do the uh, five years suspended, but 12 months to serve. I think Mr. Britt would reject that offer as well. Um, so Bob Carrente is going to have to do a lot of chiseling to ever get this into a position where his client would reasonably ex- accept the deal. The AG's offer is pretty harsh um, based upon all the facts and circumstances. Um, certainly in these types of election um, shenanigans cases, um, the state has an interest in making an example of somebody who is laundering money for political campaign purposes, allegedly, or committing other campaign violations, allegedly, uh, to make an example of that person, to keep others on the, on the honest side of the law going forward. I mean, you can imagine, and you talk frequently about the shenanigans, shenanigans that go on with elections. When yep. they've got somebody in the act, they want to make an example of him if they can prove their case, if the state can prove the case. That remains to be seen. Now, Tim, uh, one last question. It says, you know, Britt rejected it. And then Britt's lawyer, former U.S. Attorney Robert Clark Clarenty, said, I thought it was silly uh, regarding the offer. Now, I heard that that didn't play well on South Main Street. Um, I noticed the attorney general's office, uh, Stephen Dayworth, he declined to comment. Um, I, is that, you know, what, what is your reaction to that, that, that uh, he made that comment on the record? I thought it was silly and from what I was told, that that, as I said, didn't play very well on South Main Street. Well, this case is being tried in large part through the media. So whether or not the Attorney General's office likes or dislikes the comment, I think that Bob Carrenti has to get his client's position out there. And I don't know if it's silly. I don't know enough about the but... I was surprised, frankly, at the harshness of the proposal that the attorney general made. And it was very easy for um, Britt to say, no, I reject that proposal. It was way, way more of a harsh penalty than I would have ever guessed they would have been making. Now, either they think they've got a case that's a layup and they're going to prove it with no problem. And that typically will inform how harsh or how easy the AG is negotiating this. So if they think they've got a real good case, they're not going to offer a sweet deal to Mr. Mm -hmm. Britt for the reasons we talked about, to make an example of him. And I guess the AG feels they can prove the case. But um, for a guy who I don't think has a criminal record, um, this is a very peculiar situation that happened in that whole Shauna Lawton uh, situation. I know they've got one cooperating witness who's been provided an immunity deal, Mr. I I can't think of his last name, but um, Britt's going to have some issues to contend with at the time of trial. Uh, The the trial justice on this case is Judge Procassini, who I've tried cases in front of. He is an excellent, excellent judge. Um, He's open-minded. He's fair. Um, I think if you're Mr. Britt, you're pleased that he will be your trial judge. I would put any type of case in front of Judge Procassini, whether I was for the plaintiff, for the defendant. Um, you know you're going to get a fair shake. Um, so f- from that perspective, Britt Brit can take a fair shot and know he's going to get a good trial. Folks, coming up, we are going to talk about the explosive case with uh, Fox News and Ed Henry, also that St. Louis couple. Uh, a lot more ahead with attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA truck and trailer repair, they can repair it. 
Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers and won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. We're speaking with attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, um, let's go to uh, first that couple in St. Louis. This seems uh, outrageous to me, but... The couple that came to symbolize the fear that's going on right now, this husband and wife, uh, both attorneys, the McCloskeys, they were greeted on a Sunday night, some protesters. um, To me, it seemed like a gated community, but some people broke through a gate, 300 of them protesters on a private property, and a husband and wife went outside. He had an AR-15. She had a 9-millimeter pistol. First, the authorities in St. Louis went to the house and and uh, confiscated the weapons, and now they're they're facing uh, charges. It continues to be a high-profile uh, case right now, with even the governor weighing in. And uh, some people feel it's just outrageous that you know here were these people trying to defend themselves and their property, and now suddenly they're the ones under attack. It's a terrible case. Um, I think ultimately the case will perhaps be dismissed. The um, prosecutor. Um, in this uh, region, um, I believe she's running for re-election, and her campaign and her number one political financial supporter is George Soros. She's a, a avowed progressive. She's in league with the Soros um, camp, and as you well know, and I'm sure your listeners know, Soros funds campaigns around the country. He spends hundreds of millions of dollars yep. to fund the most progressive candidates that he can find and this woman is uh, certainly in the fold now to give the matter a little context this was during the the riots and the protests which were occurring in st louis and if you recall the protesters were saying you know we've been marching in the streets and we've been attacking police government buildings and we've been you know smashing windows and retail establishments Maybe it's time that we started going to the houses of the fat cat elite people and breaking into their house and taking what should rightfully be ours. You remember that whole theory of discussion? Let's go to the house of the rich people, break in and take their stuff because it should be ours anyways. That was the discussion in the national media in the day or two before this event took place. So this mob says, we're going to go and we're going to go to the mayor's house. So they go into this gated community. Apparently, the gate was damaged so that they could get entry. It wasn't a very good gate. I don't think it was anything that would be too tricky 
to um, breach the security that this gate would have supplied. But you got 300 people marching. Um, the um, prosecuting attorney says it was a peaceful protest. Um, I think there were plenty of threats, yelling, chanting, F-bombs, um, you know, swearing. Um, and it's an intimidating thing to see 300 people marching down your street. Um, the folks at issue, the uh, McCluskeys, come out to defend their property. They got this big honking house that looks like a castle. Um, they're out front with, he's got a rifle, she's got a pistol, and they're saying, get out, get out, get out. Um, they're defending their property. They're expecting the mob to converge on property. Now, Mr. McCluskey is an attorney, and I guess he never takes the advice that attorneys give to others. Shut up. Don't say anything to the media. You shouldn't be speaking to the press if there's any potential that you could have some criminal um, ramifications. He did. And he said, I thought they were coming in. I feared for my life. The, his wife was saying, I thought they were going to come in and burn the house down. Um, they were intimidated. They were in fear and they were looking to protect their property. There's two countervailing sets of laws in the state of Missouri. One says that it's a crime to brandish a brandish that they call it brandishing and flourishing. So if you brandish a weapon or flourish a weapon in a manner that would threaten the people you're pointing it at, that's a felony. It's a, in um, Missouri, it's a, I think they call it a class four felony, which is punishable for by up to four years in prison. Now, these people claim that they had uh, safeties on their weapons. They could not have been fired. And as they're waving them around, they weren't waving them at any particular person with any particular intent. They were just letting the crowd know, hey, if you're going to come and try to get into our house, we have weapons here. Sure. And they think, this couple, that by brandishing those weapons, or at least displaying those weapons, let's say, that that's what kept the crowd from coming onto their property and escalating the situation. So the prosecutors say they were brandishing and flourishing. That's a felony we must prosecute. But the countervailing law in Missouri, which we've talked about in the past, is there's a, um, they call it the castle statute, which means you have the right to defend your home and your castle. And that's what these people subjectively thought they were doing. So if you are defending your home against people invading your home, coming onto your property to commit uh, a robbery, to commit some malicious damage, to start a fire, uh, spray graffiti on your house, who knows? But this crowd was an offshoot of some real serious violent demonstrations that had happened within probably the 24 or 48 hours beforehand, John. So I think that these people were in their rights. Um, the videos and the still photos that are being run around through the media show that it looks like Bonnie and Clyde. It's yeah. not, it's really not the best um, uh, photographic representation of what's going on. So it doesn't look good because they're brandishing these weapons or I would, they would say they were displaying the weapons, not brandishing the weapons. Um, is the charge politically motivated? Of course. Would the charges be sustained if the matter went to trial? I don't think that they would ever be found guilty of anything. But in the short term, their weapons have been confiscated. Um, they've been subjected to national media exposure in a very negative way. Um, You've got the governor and the attorney general of the state saying we'll either pardon them or we will um, commute their sentence if they're ever found guilty. Um, there's certainly a very distinct line drawn in the sand between those who think that what the McCluskeys did was appropriate under the Castle statute and those that think it was outrageous under the um, brand statute. And clearly, you can you can predict the political divide that occurs as well. You've got the Second Amendment crowd saying that they had a right to do this. Um, you've got the gun uh, confiscation crowd saying that their conduct was outrageous. 
it's an unfortunate story. Uh, I think it's the first of many that are going to follow if these um, protests move into neighborhoods and uh, ramp up the violence or the threats of violence. It's a, it's a very disturbing development nationally, John. Folks, coming up, we are going to talk about uh, very explosive allegations with Fox News. Also, a senior vice president at, uh, at ABC was uh, booted over some very racially insensitive comments. All ahead with attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, call today, free consultation. It's Scott and Alex, 401-353-9300. Folks, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. But you can call, free consultation, 401-353-9300. They're licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. It's very simple. They're going to help you and your family save money. And maybe it's on your home insurance or life insurance business insurance, auto insurance, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook. They also have a great website. It's aemazika.com. Call them at 401-353-9300. What about if you save $200 a month? It's like giving yourself a raise. How about that? An extra $2,500 a year, maybe even more. And also, this time of year, make sure you're covered. Maybe it's for your motorcycle or your boat or jet skis, or an RV, or an off-road vehicle, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 353-9300-401-353-9300. Let them help you save money. It all starts with one phone call. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Why not? Let them help you save money. Give yourself a raise. 401 401- Three five three ninety three hundred. Look for them on Facebook, and their website is aemazika.com. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water, and they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, How about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. 294-2400. A Rhode Island family business since 1986. You want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. And one of the ways you can do that is if you stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. 305-3585. Stop in at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet you've driven past that old church many different times. Now is your chance to stop in. And what are you going to find? Well, Marie is so incredible. It's my health. It helps you with your health, your family's health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. And it's my health. At 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, you're going to find over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. And folks, Marie is so knowledgeable. These are all natural ingredients you want to put when you're uh, put involved as ingredients when you're cooking, and it's so healthy for you and your family, plus hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use. They have vitamins for children. They're going to keep you healthy. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie. Pop by 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. What an incredible store, incredible selection. She is so knowledgeable. Just pop in, swing in. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Show show. We're speaking with attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, I just want to start with this uh, senior vice president that was forced out. Um this is is one of those things that, you know, sometimes people just start working into certain expressions and phrases. And maybe there was a time that it was it was looked upon. It was fine. But suddenly, um, sometimes people just have the habit of using expressions. So apparently this woman, a senior vice president, she um, she would use the expression if someone acted a certain way, she would say that they were low rent. And uh, and all of a sudden now, some of her talk that at one time maybe she seemed that it was acceptable or tough talking or like i said people become comfortable with certain phrases 
uh, we're in, we're in a different time where a lot of these phrases now are just deemed, and some people can say it's political correctness, but boy, they are they're just unacceptable right now. Yes, I, I the the woman in question is Barbara Fadita, who has been a long time executive with ABC. Um, she came up through the ranks, and she's had a senior position there for many years. And I guess there have been complaints anecdotal complaints over the years of her attitude towards and comments about minority individuals who work um, in the news department. And at the time of her termination, um, ABC said that the investigation substantiated that she did make some, quote, unacceptable racially insensitive comments. Well, that's a nice way of saying that. I mean, what she said was not simply unacceptable, racially insensitive comments. As to one blank on air, one black, I should say, sorry, uh, on air personality, um, when complaining about the work that was required of this on air person, this Barbara Fadita said words to the effect, but I'm not asking her to go pick cotton. Now, in today's day and age, you can't say something like that. It's a, it's a slave reference. It's the most demeaning thing that can be said. Um, she's used other racial stereotypically offensive language as to um, blacks and other minorities. Um, she apparently routinely called um, females on the staff, regardless of their um, race. She'd use the C word to describe them if she was angry with them to their face. In, the, in her office, um, I think this woman has been around a long time. And as you say, language that was used in an office 10 or 20 or 30 years ago, which might have just been office talk, is unacceptable. And maybe she was used to it. And maybe she thought it was okay. But in, in today's environment, you can't. And I'm sure, you know, she was a high-powered, influential person. I'm sure there was a certain amount of arrogance, a certain amount of hubris that she could get away with saying these things because, you know, she calls them like them, she sees them and she's a, she's a tough boss. But they took her right out at the knees um, because the investigation into this um, confirmed that she was using this type of language. I guess her only recourse, John, would be if she has an employment contract, um, which is wrongfully terminated. And does not constitute appropriate grounds to terminate her if she's got an employment contract. She might have a lawsuit for um, um, improper termination or be entitled to damages if she was wrongfully terminated. Um, but it's just a message to lots of people out there that things you could say um, 20, 30 years ago, you can't say anymore. She has an incredible reputation and, uh, you know, and delivered in a lot of ways. And, and I know of someone that knew her that said, listen, she was fantastic. And there was a time that when women were trying to climb through the ranks, they almost had to seem they were tough enough and they could talk tough, just like the guys. And then suddenly you have, um, it's not the men that are complaining. Uh, it was, it was certain people that, that she was dealing with. Tim, let's get to the, um, the Fox news thing, this thing with Ed Henry, which is very, very explosive and uh, somewhat graphic and uh, but at the same time, Sean Hannity's named in there. Uh, Tucker Carlson is dragged in there. Um, Ed Henry sounds like that was a, a real problem for uh, for the network. Ed Henry is the big problem. Yeah. Um, he apparently was carrying on a sexual relationship with a staffer at Fox News for for a period of time, and some of their sexual encounters could probably be described tastefully as rough sex um, situations where he'd be having sex with her while she's handcuffed, taking pictures of her being restrained in handcuffs and other things, um, which I guess is activity that goes on out there in the world. The real question is, was it consensual as between two adults or was this woman doing it because she felt that she had no other choice because he could make or break her career. That will be the elements of this going forward, either civilly or criminally. 
<clears throat> excuse me, as to whether this was all consensual con sexual conduct between the two of them. Apparently, she claims a rape. She claims a rape while she was uh, restrained, I think, with metal handcuffs a number of years ago. And now it's coming to light. Apparently, she never complained about any of this sexual um, interaction between Ed Henry and herself until very recently. When she brought it to Fox News' attention, within days, they fired him. Now, when you have an employment situation where somebody is being sexually harassed, racially harassed um, on the basis of sex orientation, anything. If the employee who is being abused makes an, a, a complaint to management, management is duty bound to investigate and to take corrective measures if they find after investigating that the complaints of the harassed employee are legitimate. Only when the someone like Fox learns about this allegation and they do nothing about it, oh, come on, it's, you know, you guys are just, you know, having a fight or something. You guys know you've been having a consensual relationship for years. If the employer sort of blows it off as a non-event and doesn't take it seriously and doesn't investigate that's when the employer can get implicated and sued for civil rights violations. Yep. In this case, the complaint and the firing happened so fast. Fox said, you know, we really didn't have to investigate. We heard these allegations and said, holy cow, we got to get rid of this guy. The victim, the alleged victim is saying Fox didn't do enough to investigate. Fox is saying, we did what we could in the time that we could. We didn't have to wait for an investigation. We got rid of this guy. And um, to, the, to the alleged victim, her name is Eckhart. You want to sue Ed Henry? Have at it. Right. You want to claim that he raped you? Have at it. But when we learned of it, we didn't know about it. The minute we learned, we fired him. So that's Eckhart. And... There's another woman who, if you watch Fox News, she would be a frequent contributor, Kathy Abro, yes. who pu publishes some left-wing magazine. Yep. And I think she'd be brought on almost for comic relief because sure. she always had a deer in a headlights kind of look about her. And she never, if you want to bring on someone to um, put forth the more liberal progressive position, um, she never really seemed to have much substance. She was good no. at flip. She was good at, you know, posing. And Fox always needs people like that. You know, yes. they're always looking for someone that will give the other side. So if, if you are willing and game, then you certainly can get a shot at Fox News Channel. Yeah, someone they have plenty like, on the conservative side. Someone like Juan Williams, who always yes. takes the he takes the hits and he keeps yeah. on keeps on chugging along. Like, it's like you're willing to be the Washington Generals to the Harlem Globetrotters, so so to speak. So Kathy Abro was on frequently, very frequently with Hannity, very frequently with Tucker Carlson, and now she is claiming that she was sexually harassed. That. Um, she was propositioned inappropriately by Hannity and by Carlson that Hannity would do things like <laughs> people would come on and say, I'll give you a hundred dollars. If you'll take Kathy April out on a date, please just take her out, do something with her. Here's a hundred bucks. Go. She felt that that was demeaning and harassing. Now as to her lawsuit, and by the way, both of these women are um, represented by the same law firm that handled Gretchen Carlson and all okay. of the others who complained against Fox News. So they got some high, Interesting. high profile um, attorneys with a track record of success against Fox News. And if you're on mm. the left right now, the left wants to take out Hannity in the worst way. They want to take out Car uh, Tucker Carlson in the worst way. So this is um, fuel for the fire, if you will. But Fox investigated the allegations that Kathy Apro brought in a very strongly worded statement. They said, we've done a comprehensive allegation as to the complaints of Kathy, it's Aro, and we find them to be false, patently frivolous, and utterly devoid of any merit. So that's a pretty good statement. And they yes. basically told her, let's have at it. But we think it's... Mm frivolous and devoid of merit. 
Um, that's stronger language than is typically utilized if you're trying to knock down um, the merits of a lawsuit that's been brought against you or your firm or your, your company for alleged sexual harassment. Um, these things typically settle. They typically don't go to trial. Fox is going to be looking to protect to the extent it can protect it's on-air talent like Hannity and Carlson who bring big ratings and lots of advertising dollars. Yeah. And as long as they get big ratings and advertising dollars, I think Fox will stand behind them. We saw when the similar thing happened with uh, Bill O'Reilly, who had a different mm. set of problems. When his, advertisers, when his advertisers started bailing out, that's when Fox suddenly had an epiphany and said, we don't need you anymore. Yeah. You know, I fear, Tim Dodd, that um, I mean, I like Tucker. And I watch him pretty frequently. Um, you know, I pay attention to who it is that is advertising. And unfortunately, he has lost a lot of blue chip people. Granted, there's the pandemic and it's summertime. But it's if anyone that watches Tucker Carlson, it's almost as if my pillow is running an ad. Forget about every break. Sometimes they have two commercials in a break. So they're paying the money and they're stepping up and they're keeping it afloat. But at some point, if that doesn't turn around and they don't start to get some new people into the the flow um, I, I fear about because Tucker Carlson, the show is too terrific. You know, Tim Dodd, there's another element of this that I just want to touch on. That is, you know, as much as they talk about a pattern at Fox, there's also a pattern of these some of these individuals that they get on Fox News Channel and it seems like it's going great and they're recognized and their careers taken off. And then, you know, the business is fickle and then they decide for different reasons, sometimes they want to try someone else, or maybe they do a segment or a couple segments. They're not that great. Maybe they're not available. But boy, it is becoming now. You then say the reason why you're no longer on is because of you know oh well there was this interaction with Hannity or Tucker and and they said something. Um, you know I've interviewed both uh, Ian Coulter and Michelle Malkin, and, and they'll both mention that they're not on anymore. But I've heard from people at Fox, because this goes back a little while, that, um, you know, they each feel that those two particular guests, as an example, sometimes would just kind of push the line a little bit too much, be too much of a bomb thrower. And then Fox is stuck holding the bag. So it had nothing to do with, you know, any type of what I was told flirtatious behavior with those two guests. Um, but it's more of just that's just the, 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 the cycle of it. That's just the nature. They find someone else that maybe they they find appealing. And one last note on that, Tim Dodd, that I also think is interesting. I did talk to someone at Fox and they said, you know, that during the pandemic now, since a lot of the guests are then, you know, they bring them in and they're not in the studio, it actually helps out uh, human resources because as you see in the complaint, the stuff about uh, Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson, their claiming happened after things were being filmed for the, for the most part. And then it was, something that they claim was said after the camera was no longer rolling. Yes. It, it, it's really just another uh, example that in the workplace today or anywhere, um, you really have to gauge what you say. And, you know, the speech police are out there. I'm not defending anyone who sexually harasses another human being, but, you know, let's assume Let's assume Hannity, who, I mean, he tries to be funny. I, I don't think he's a naturally funny person. But no. let's assume he was saying to somebody, this Kathy a Aro, she's nuts. You know, she's she's all wound up on this left-wing stuff. Somebody take her out. Go have a drink with her. Here's a hundred bucks. Trying to make it funny. Um, I don't think it's particularly funny, but I don't think he meant it in a sexually harassing way. But right. you say something stupid like that, which can be misinterpreted, and suddenly you're in hot water. And, yeah. you know, Hannity's a, not a young man. Tucker Carlson's not a young man. And the environment that they grew up with in, in the television world is not the same world that exists today. Um, you've got a lot of young woke staffers potentially who don't conform to the Fox, you know, typically conservative uh, agenda and, you know, people aren't as willing to tolerate this type of language or this, this type of innuendo. And John, when I was a brand new lawyer years ago, I can remember judges who I won't name, they would see like a young uh, female lawyer come in and they might call her young lady 
or other patronizing. I mean, they didn't know any better, not to give them a pass, but a lot of the older judges had never encountered female attorneys. Their language, their point of reference was a completely different one. Um, that would be unthinkable for any judge to use that type of language today. Sure. But a lot of times, Hannity's grew up in a particular environment where, you know, locker room talk, if you will, might have been um, acceptable. He's got to wake up and realize that he and, and his colleagues, to the extent maybe they want to engage in banter, which is not meant to be offensive, could clearly be taken as something offensive. You just can't do it anymore. What's funny with um with the situation with that woman, Kathy Areu, um, she then posed for a photo with him or asked for a photo with him. And then behind them on the desk, you see the $100 bill that, that he allegedly slapped down and said, well, somebody take this liberal out to dinner. Folks, he is our legal analyst, Tim Dodd. Tim, great job. We will talk to you again next week. Uh, be safe. You too, John. Take care. This portion of the program brought to you by Bethel Certified Softwash. Let's make sure your house and property looks the best it can look. Right now, spring is the time. You can text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. They have a great Facebook page, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Let's get rid of that algae mildew that's outside in your home, the side of your home, on your pavement, on your patio. Maybe it's on the basketball court. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. They have a great Facebook page. Jared, the before and after pictures are just incredible. What your home could look like or your garage, your property, with Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. Now, Jared, he came to our house. Folks, it looks brand new. Get rid of, you know, it just happens. You build up some of that algae and mildew, and maybe sometimes you just have some dirt and grime. Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash, especially now we're spending more time outside. You want your house and property to look the best it can. Jared did a fantastic job. My neighbors are saying, my goodness, Juan, look how beautiful your house looks. It looks so clean. My kids said, Daddy, it's like the house got a bath. I said, it did get a bath from Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401 617 2585 find them on facebook it's bethel certified soft wash it's going to make your property your home your deck your walkway any outdoor surface he can get rid of it as far as the algae mildew gets rid of it with a very safe solution it's bethel certified soft wash have you been thinking about updating your website do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. Johnson Propane, folks, stop in and see Phil Johnson. You can call him at 621-8129, located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Now, right in front of Stop and Shop next to Wendy's, they're open seven days a week for all your propane needs. It's Johnson Propane. Propane tanks filled, plus they have tanks and supplies. Here's the thing with Johnson Propane. 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. They'll refill your Blue Rhino tank. Now, most of the time, if you bring it somewhere, they swap it out and they charge you 22 bucks. Not with Johnson Propane. Phil will refill that Blue Rhino tank for just $15. They're open seven days a week, right next door to Wendy's. Credit cards accepted. Nine to seven each day. Stop it and see Phil, and he never runs out. He's always backed up. Since 1971, you can depend. Johnson Propane. Bring in your propane tanks. Call them 621-8129. Better yet, stop in and see them. 904 Manton Avenue of Providence. Right in front of the stop and shop. The guy is a legend. And right next door to Wendy's, it's Johnson Propane. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380. Remember now. 
Providence and Northrop Providence. I want you to try the 99.9 FM. 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website. Visit it to petro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Right on the top on the left-hand side, you'll see where it says Listen Live. Just click on that. Anywhere in the world, you can listen while we're live on the air. And then right below that on the dashboard at the website, you'll see where it says Radio Show. If you ever miss any part of the show, you just click on Radio Show, and folks, boom, there it is. You can pull it up. It's all in library fashion. And remember, the uh, Facebook Live is very, very popular. Check out the Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. And then you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram and also on YouTube. Again, it's all under John DePietro Show. Right now, I'll bet you could use some extra cash. Why not sell some of your gold, silver, other precious metals? Vero Industries, folks, over 40 years' experience, they will give you cash. They'll buy your gold, silver, other precious metals. Call Lee today at 401-434-8900. Leo has over 40 years' experience. It's V-E-R-O, Vero Industries. They will buy gold silver other precious metals old broken new silverware jewelry serving trays tea coffee sets or pieces listen why not right now sell it and get that cash that you need call leo at vero industries 401-434-8900 impeccable reputation folks they know the industry better than anyone and they'll give you what it's worth your gold silver also a buyer of individual coins, coin collections, watches, half earring pieces, and much more. Call Leo at Vero Industries. Why not get some cash right now for that gold, silver, and other precious metals? Call Leo, 401-434-8900. Weekend evening appointments are available. Two locations or at your location, their location, two locations, East Providence and Warwick. Call them Vero Industries. 401-434-8900. Listen, get cash for that gold, silver, other precious metals you have. Call Leo, 401-434-8900. One more time, 434-8900. Mega Logistics. They're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401 401- 431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics 401-431-2300.